A global atlas of worm infections has been published by London scientists working in Nairobi. It's designed to help countries and regions plan worm control programs, such as among schoolchildren. The new atlas is available free on the internet under the title "This Wormy World," and with it you can identify places where worm infestations are highest, where deworming children can then be the most effective. I asked one of the authors, Simon Brooker, just how big a global threat to human health are worms. Worms are probably some of the most common pathogens of humans. Up to a third of the world's population are infected with worms.、Um, they are most common among children and also in poor communities,、um, and they rarely cause death. And their effect is more、um, indirect and insidious. Um, and subtle, and so they can impact on children's nutrition, on their health, on their cognitive function, and also their educational achievement. So that's why there's real interest in controlling worms. And what have you done with this project that you've now launched? Well, one of the challenges of doing、um, deworming. So deworming is a very cheap and cost-effective intervention, where um, simple, um, safe-to-use pills can be given to children, whether they are infected or not. They're very cheap, and they can be delivered through schools. And one of the challenges has been is to identify areas that are most at risk of infection. Because WHO, the World Health Organization, recommends that in areas that have a prevalence of infection above a certain threshold, all school-aged children should be treated, whether they're infected or not. And there's no diagnosis; it's just mass treatment. Now you've got a new system, including a website that makes it possible for anybody to get the information they need. What exactly is this? So one of the challenges that control managers have is knowing which parts of the country worms are a significant problem. And even though lots of surveys of worms have been conducted, they're not always in a usable format that can be readily accessible by control managers, people who work in for NGOs, for governments, international organisations. So what we sought to do was to develop free maps that people could download that would show the prevalence and the distribution of worms for each country, initially in Africa, but ultimately for the whole world. And this is called this wormy world. That's correct. This wormy world. Now you've got to use a computer to get this, so either use your own or borrow someone else's. But what do you have to do? There's a website, and it's called thiswormyworld.org, and you can go to that website and you can search for a particular country, and you can go to that country webpage and you can download the maps, and you can use that data to、um, inform your decisions. So it could be people who are just interested in maybe funding deworming programs, people involved in、um, planning and implementing deworming programs, or people who are just interested in the topic. Now, can you list for me some of the diseases? Because we may not realise that these are in fact caused、mm-hmm. by worms. So、um, w- one of the、um, clear effects of hookworm is actually anemia, because the worm attaches itself to the intestinal wall and sucks blood, and it's estimated that up to a cup of blood is lost every day because of worms. Now, of course, if you're losing blood and you haven't got a good nutritional intake, you're going to become tired. It can be a risk factor for poor education and even extreme cases,、um, death. And actually, hookworm,、um, its Latin name is Nicator americanus, which means the American killer, because in the southern states of America, it was a major cause of anemia and did result in death.
Then you've got roundworm, whipworm, and schistosomiasis. Tell me just a little, if you will, about those. Well, um, roundworm is uh, uh, looks like an earthworm, and it again inhabits the intestinal um, tract of humans, and it can um, absorb the nutrients of the host, and it can cause stunting. It can also impair their um, cognitive function as well. Now, I don't want to frighten people, but there are diseases like trachoma, Filariasis and onchocerciasis. Mm-hmm. That, that onchocerciasis is river blindness. These are all very serious diseases, aren't they? They are for the communities in which they occur. So river blindness is, is a major cause of blindness in the world. And these are actually also caused by, um, this blindness caused by worms, worms that can infect the eye and cause um, blindness in that way. So deworming programs can be done. So kids can have the worm burden reduced. But what else might people be doing to avoid these infections? So the ultimate way to avoid these infections is improve sanitation and water and hygienic behaviour. And that's one of the major reasons why it was um, got rid of in America. Japan, after the Second World War, had a major problem with worms. There are no worms now in Japan because of improvements in socioeconomic status and water and sanitation. But in countries such as in Africa, where you have still poor water and sanitation, they're a big problem. How much of an impact will your project have, or could it have, on reducing the burden of worms? I think what it will enable control programs to do is to target their um, interventions to the areas of greatest need, and it can improve the cost-effectiveness of programs by making sure that you're targeting the children in most need. Because in, in many countries where worms are a problem, they don't have reliable data to be able to target their interventions. So we hope that these maps, this Wormy World website, will provide open access information to people to make informed decisions. Simon Brooker of the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, who's been working with the Kenya Medical Research Institute in Nairobi. And you can find the atlas at www.thiswormyworld.org. For Audio News, I'm Peter Goodwin.